All right, guys, welcome back to the Dog Bureau episode eight. Uh, we're going to get a little bit off topic today. We're going to talk about something that uh, has kind of been on my mind uh, with what's been going on here in Nashville. Um, you know, right now we've got the coronavirus, which is is uh, kind of popping up. But other than that, uh, we're going to go into more of the, the disaster, tornado, some prep. Uh, we're going to talk about um, a little bit of training, but more or less we're going to kind of cover this because natural disasters happen all over. Um, and as I was out helping with the, all the wonderful people um, that have given up their time and money and resources to go out and, and assist, uh, you know, I was, I was sitting there thinking, I was like, you know, you can prepare for a lot uh, in this world, but the one thing that you, you kind of can't prepare for and you can't really get out of the way of is natural disasters, right? I mean, it's, you, you, you listen to the meteorologists, you watch a radar and you kind of take precautionary steps, but you know, tornadoes, um, kind of pop out of nowhere and, and what are you supposed to do, right? Besides, uh, do your best to prepare. So we're going to talk a little bit about that. Uh, before we get into it, I really want to thank everybody who's reached out for help um, and to assist. Um, it's been an overwhelming outpouring of hearts and souls and time and resources and just you name it. Um, and just kind of some of the people uh, offhand that, that I kind of want to mention um, would be uh, Sandy. Uh, she's helped us out a tremendously with with supplies uh driving up an hour and a half to drop supplies off at my front porch while we were out volunteering um so we're getting those out to people kelly she's one of my clients um she i just i just got chewy delivered a bunch of bags of dog food uh trish Brittany, brandy uh you name it we, we've got a lot of people that have uh, reached out. Brandy works with a big rescue. Um, and again, she dropped off food at my front porch and uh, cat supplies, dog supplies, kitty litter, dog food, treats, you name it. Um, and then all the people that kind of came out to, to kind of help hit the streets and walk the streets with us. Uh, Andrew, Justin, Robbie, Alexia, Ashley, Dawn, Jennifer, Joel, and uh, all the people at Pet Community Center. Uh, thank you guys for helping us get out there. Um, you know, we still have a lot, a lot of work to do and a lot of things to, to, to recover. And, um, you know, it's going to be a long road, but we're, we're doing it and we're out there. And I recommend at this point, anybody that's wanting to help to reach out to, uh, um, oh, and a quick thanks to Robin as well. She's been kind of our information, um, kind of giving us the, the lowdown of, the ins and the outs and all the different um, programs and rescues and, and all that kind of stuff. Um, and then Gavin, obviously, um, it's, it's been crazy, but I want to thank everybody for all their outpouring support, uh, their help. Um, you know, unfortunately, natural disasters like this uncover a lot. Um, and as we were waiting to get into Putnam County, um, we had reports of a possible hoarding situation, uh, which ended up being 40 plus dogs. It was just unbelievable. And I'm not sure if I can, well, I guess they made the press release so I can, I can talk about it now, but we uncovered, uh, well, it wasn't us. Gavin was one of the first people on site and, uh, he just, he was phenomenal. He went in this house and, and kind of help get, get eyes on and, um, 
it was, yeah, like 40 plus dogs, smaller dogs that were just covered in feces and pee and they were dead animals. And, um, you know, we kind of had 24 hours to try to find them homes. Um, and luckily ARC came in and hey, they have all of these dogs accounted for and they are doing well. They're getting vaccinated. Um, other than that, you can probably check out ARC's Facebook page or website to kind of get a lowdown on exactly what it was that, that kind of went on. Um, so I'm not really sure what we can talk about. Um, but yeah, so thanks Ashley, obviously for helping coordinate, um, with, you know, and, and still coordinating rescue. Uh, she's with restoration rescue and they're, they're awesome. Um, she's kind of been spearheading all of this, you know, I'm a little unorganized, so she's been my organization and, and kind of getting everybody in and, and out and all that kind of stuff. Robin, again, thanks for your knowledge, guidance and resources. Um, Gavin, again, you're a total badass for getting out there and, and getting these dogs the homes that they, they need and, and the attention, you know, like that, like I said, that hoarding situation, it wasn't a part of the disaster area, but I think with all the people that were out, um, Smith County doesn't have animal control or anybody that really works that, that kind of stuff out there. So people kind of just follow the dogs. You know, if they see a lost dog, they kind of just follow it to see where it goes. And it, it took them to this hoarding situation and it was a disaster. So. Um, yeah, so you guys are more than welcome to, uh, donate more supplies. We're still going to need a lot. MACC or MAC, uh, Metro Animal Care and Control. They're kind of our, our spearhead in Nashville as well as Nashville Humane Pet Community Center. Uh, if you guys want to donate to them, by all means, go ahead and donate. Um, all of us with our group that we put together, um, on Facebook, we, I think we totaled about uh, 60 available slots for dogs that would need it. Um, I think we've only got about four, four filled up. So we're still waiting as dogs are kind of now coming out of the rubble, that kind of stuff. Um, so if you want to donate, um, you can send, send supplies here. If you go to custom canine companion.com, uh, spell it all out. Uh, you, you should be able to find, uh, like the header on top where you can donate to the tornado relief and that'll all go to, uh, places and, and communities and groups that need it. Uh, if you want to send supplies, there should be an address on there as well. If you want to donate money, whatever you want to do, all of that's going to go to disaster relief. So you can do that on the website as well. Um, these people need it. And, uh, yeah, it was, it was interesting, you know, as, we we kind of got all got out. We met at uh, Walmart, kind of got our game plan together, um, headed up to North Nashville where kind of, you know, what we had heard was kind of getting a lack of attention. So we got out there, uh, coordinated with Pet Community Center, uh, took dollies and carts just full of food and just literally started hitting the streets. Um, and I mean, it, it was a war zone. It looked like a war zone. I mean, you got out there and you had a lot of people that were out there at this point you know, helping with the rubble and stuff. But the problem was nobody has power, uh, or water and it's a little bit of a lower income area. So, um, you know, they may not be able to afford to go into a hotel or, or find another place to stay temporarily. So a lot of these people were trying to stay in their homes that, you know, didn't have roofs and, and all that stuff. And, you know, with their dogs, um, we got, got out there and we started handing out, you know, food and supplies and, um, yeah, it was, it was rough, but we felt good. We did good. Um, you know, everybody's doing their best and it, it's pretty amazing to see, see the communities, uh, coming together and, 
and really just stepping up and, and giving everybody what they need. It's, it's pretty amazing. I think FEMA is now starting to step in. So, um, if I, I know they said that they're handing out, I think like 60 day, um, um, hotel vouchers for people that need them. So I really encourage you guys to go, go register through FEMA. If, if anybody's listening that, that needs assistance or knows anybody that needs assistance. Um, so make sure you do that. Yeah, it was, uh, it was, it was, uh, interesting to say the least. And, and Nashville, Nashville has been hit with some natural disasters before and, and we pick ourselves up pretty quick and we pride ourselves in, in the help. And, but it, it's been amazing to see everybody out there doing their thing. Um, it, it's, and unfortunately pets sometimes are the last thing that you, you think about in that situation, unfortunately, but, um, it is what it is and, and we're doing what we can to help. And, um, I encourage you guys to do the same. So, um, let us know if there's anything you guys want to want to talk about or anything you guys want to donate, that kind of stuff. Like I said, go to customk9companion.com. There should be a, um, a link somewhere for tornado relief. I believe it's going to be at the top, uh, banner. So, so make sure you, you check that out. Um, and uh, any help is encouraged. So to roll into kind of our topic for the day, um, you know, I wanted to kind of discuss, you know, as I was thinking about the storm, it's like, you know, like I said, there's not much you can really do besides uh, precautionary preparations, you know, to, to kind of prepare for the worst. But even with that being said, with a tornado like that, there's really nothing you can prepare for unless you have an underground shelter. And even still, that's not to say that that, that really works. So, um, you know, so let's kind of talk about some storm prep, uh, what you guys can kind of do, what I think may help. Obviously, this is just my opinion um, and and some of what maybe I'll do um, and try to do as, as we kind of get reports of incoming storms or natural disasters, that kind of stuff. I really encourage you guys to check out the Red Cross. They have a pet section, gives you some prep stuff, FEMA, um, you know, this, you guys need to establish your own plan that's, that works for you and safe for you guys. So make sure that, that you do plenty of plenty of research, um, and get your stuff, stuff in check before, before, uh, you know, it's too late. Um, so I'd say some of the storm prep that, that we'd look into would be obviously make sure that your, your animals have ID tags. Um, so with, with your address, your name, pet's name, and phone numbers, possibly two, not just yours in case you lose power. Make sure you have somebody's address that's outside of, outside of the immediate area. Um, some people on the backside will then also include their vet. Um, so that way, you know, the vet has their info. They can kind of help get reunited. Make sure you have microchips. Um, that's going to really help if your animal gets lost or run escapes, that kind of stuff. This should be a given for any day. Um, but the big thing is register your microchip. Just because you get your microchip put in does not mean that it has your info in there. So make sure that you go and register it because that will be the way to kind of reunite everybody. Um, you know, and then let's say um, the worst happens. Okay, so make sure we want to have our first aid kits. Uh, one for yourself and your family, and then one for your pets. Um, study first aid. Go through, and Red Cross, I think, has uh, pet CPR classes you can take. You can look up um, dressing wounds and... 
cleaning out stuff. Um, make sure you do your research on pet first aid as well as human first aid. Watch videos, read books, take classes, get a certification, just so that way you know what you can do because in these situations, you know, the disaster would hit, but first responders couldn't get out there in, you know, as quick as they, they could because of the down power lines and the power lines were hot. So, you know, you had to be careful, especially with the water, you could get electrocuted. So you kind of got to be able to prepare to take care of yourself and your animals until you can get the proper help. And even once first responders could get through, the pets were not the, the priority The people were. Um, so make sure that you, you prepare for, for that. Um, and there's lots of resources online. Um, I'd say always, you know, with the first aid kit, maybe have a, an old backpack where you can kind of keep a little uh, doggy bug out bag where you can have some small baggies of food, supplements, uh, some water bowls. Um, let's see, maybe some a leash, a collar, a harness, food, water, bowls, blanket, a little bit of cash, your first aid kit, um, and then keep some supplies in there for you. Uh, maybe some um, dry food uh, or... or um, freeze-dried food like the mountain house or or MREs just so that way you can take care of yourself um, if obviously something happens inside of that I would make a list of of all the vets around you including emergency vet care uh, like 24-hour vet care start the list with your immediate vet then begin everything after that with the Google map search of closest vets to you and then a separate list with the closest ERs and I would have multiples on there because you don't know what areas have been affected what areas have power what areas are going to be able to service you and your pet uh, if you see a weather alert um, and there is a storm bring your out cat outdoor cats in early before the storm begins so they don't already seek shelter bring your dogs and bring everybody in before the storm even hits if you think there's going to be a storm because if the lightning starts happening or it kind of gets a little bit crazy um, you want to make sure that they aren't already out there seeking shelter um, and you can't find them um, so make sure that that you bring them in or find somewhere where you can contain them safely um, where that way you, you know they're accounted for and um, you can always go check on them if you need to. Um, get your safe spaces prepped, uh, cleaned out, and ready to seek shelter if possible. So if you see something where they're saying that it's supposed to be a big storm, make sure you clean out or empty out that, that closet or that uh, interior room that you have so that way you can quickly go in there if, if it gets worse. You know, Make room for your dogs. Uh, put stuff in there. Maybe put your bug out bag in there with you um, so that way you're, you're kind of ready to go. Um, I would always say have a weather radio uh, that can run on batteries and then make sure you have batteries as well. Um, remember, batteries can go bad, so make sure that you've got extras. Um, flashlights, headlamps, that kind of stuff. Uh, make, for, make sure you, you charge up all your devices. Have a portable charger, one of those little like discs that, that can charge your phone um, without having to be plugged into a power outlet. I would say take some tape, nails, hammer inside with you and a piece of cardboard um, with a Sharpie so that if damage is bad, you can hang a sign out front after the storms to let first responders know that you and your pets are inside seeking shelter and that you haven't already left. Because one of the things we noticed was that you know they had to go house to house to, to see if people were in there. And if there is damage to your house, and they call out, they don't hear you or you don't hear them, they may just move on and, and assume that nobody's there. So make sure that uh, you have some stuff ready to go um, 
so that way you can hang it up if you need to seek shelter inside out of the rain, but you've got damage. Um, <clears throat> just make sure that, that you have something where you can allow people to, to see that you are home with, with your pets. Um, if you have foldable crates, move into another secondary safe space just in case you may need to put them up while you assess damage. So make sure you keep, you know, a crate for your dogs because if the storm comes through and blows down your fence or, you know, blows open the windows and doors, your dogs can get out. And if you need to get out and assess the damage or get out to, um, check something, make sure you have a place that you can put your dogs where they can't get out, um, you know, and then another thing too is even if they don't knock down the house, uh, make sure you, those crates are important because if there are power lines out and your dog steps in water that the power lines attach to, um, that can be deadly. Obviously, same with you. Um, you know, there could be glass, dangerous items, nails. As you know, we noticed as we were checking house to house for for these people and dogs that you know pieces of wall would be ripped off of the walls and there'd be nails sticking up. So you just got to be really, really careful. Um, so just make sure you kind of get things things in check and order. You know, it doesn't have to be a lot or crazy. It could take you 30 minutes to get all this stuff together. Um, but just make sure that, that you're not waiting until the last possible minute to get in there um, and into your safe spaces and your dogs are accounted for and everything you need is there with you. Um, you know, after the storm, uh, we aren't so worried about anxiety issues as long as our pups are safe. So remember, the only way we can continue to provide care to our pets is by ensuring that we are prepared and safe ourselves. So that way we can provide what we need to. Uh, just like when you get on an airplane, they tell you to put on the mask, your own mask first before you assist others. Um, same thing. Your dogs are... are are no good if you can't even assist them. So if you're not safe and you're not healthy and, and you try to take care of them first, you know, then it's going to be catastrophic to both of you. So make sure that you're okay first, and then you can get to your dogs and provide care that they need. So that way you're okay. Um, after the storm, make sure you do a health check assessment to ensure that you don't need any medical care first. Assess your pets. If you or your pet need medical care, you have your first aid kit to assist until either first responders arrive or you can get to a professional doctor or vet. Um, that's going to be important so that way you can provide that care that you need. Um, if you need shelter, locate nearest uh, Red Cross shelter or some of the, the churches and hospitals will open up. Um, Red Cross will allow you and your pet in at first, but may ask you to go out to a pet-friendly shelter. Uh, we noticed this uh, when we went and helped set up the cots and, and blankets and all that stuff in the first Red Cross uh, center. They allowed people with pets to come in, but then asked them to leave because of health reasons and regulations. So they didn't have anywhere to go, and they had to kind of hang outside until they opened up a, a kind of a pet area. Um, so make sure you do your research and... and um, stay up to date. Um, if you need shelter, yeah. So let's see. So, um, immediately contact the Humane Society or any rescue groups to let them know that you are a victim and you and your pet will be needing supplies and assistance. Uh, make sure you give them your address, your phone number, because a lot of these people um, were just kind of hanging out and didn't reach out, you know, so it's kind of unorganized. So instead of having to go house to house, um, allow those humane societies to come to you. Uh, they know where you are. They know you're going to be needing supplies for quite a while until you can kind of get back on your feet and, and just kind of get things going. So, 
Um, I know this is a lot of information. I just want to make sure that we, we prepare you guys for, for everything. And, and it's just some, something to think about. Uh, hurricanes, tornadoes, floods, volcanoes, which we don't really have here in, in Middle Tennessee. But just make sure that you guys are prepared. Um, and uh, yeah, so... Uh, that's pretty much it for this episode. This is kind of a bonus episode, but um, I want to make sure that everybody's good to go. Um, if anybody needs anything, please reach out to us. We're, we're available. If you know of anybody that needs needs uh, supplies, whatnot, reach out to us. Uh, lost dogs, lost cats, any livestock, all that stuff, you can you can uh, connect through through our Facebook group. So if you go to Custom Canine Companion Facebook page, uh, you should be able to see the group where you can kind of get on and, and uh, should have resources for lost dogs. Um, the other thing is if you find a lost dog, make sure you contact Metro Animal Care and Control so that way they can get out there and assist. Um, at first, the problem was that Metro wouldn't come out there unless the animal was contained. So that's kind of where we came in to help kind of contain the animal. Uh, we carried around crates to make sure that we could um, put them in a safe spot until Metro could come out and, and take care of um so yeah, so we'll see how things progress as, as we get further into uh, the recovery and relief. So just make sure you guys take care of your, your pets and your animals and um, yourself and, and things should be okay, you know. Uh, one thing I was thinking about when we the storm was getting close was, um, you know, wh- where do you go? I mean, you know, find your interior space, but for some of you who have some smaller houses, it may be hard to find that exact interior space with all your dogs and for me I have a couple I have uh, the bathroom and then I have a like a big pantry and then an interior closet so really what I was doing was I was getting the dogs um, in the crates and in some of these areas um, first and then I was getting you know myself in there so um, just make sure that you know where you're gonna go you have space you know kind of your dog count, your pet counts, so that way you can get get everybody into the safe shelter. Um, so just make sure you do your research. Uh, let us know if you have any questions. Make sure you subscribe, write us a review, all that good stuff, um, customcaninecompanion.com, um, and we will see you next week. Thank you.